This episode is going to be a little different, my friend. I am out in the woods in Pennsylvania, where I live, and I thought I would do a walk and talk episode. So I am out here walking, and I'm just going to talk and riff and share what's on my mind about doing the thing I've never done. And hey, by the way, if we haven't met, I'm Jenny Holbert. As a holistic fitness and essential oil specialist, I am all about helping you live and sweat and sink with nature. Wild Wellness actually stands for women into living their dreams, because I hope that whatever I share helps you take care of your body so you can take all the adventures. So here's the Wild Wellness Podcast. I shared a post on my Instagram pretty recently about this because Sean and I had gone on a trip to Utah, Nevada. We had been in Zion, Death Valley, Red Rock Canyon around Las Vegas. And towards the end of that trip, I was thinking about all the amazing hikes that we took and experiences that we had. And I thought about my favorite days my favorite hikes. And it was so funny because they happened to be the hardest and longest ones that we did. Like the ones that I was probably even the most concerned about, which I'll tell you about in a moment. But it really reminded me of how discomfort is not always something to be avoided not always something to be avoided (laughs) because I'm also the person who believes that we should align with things that feel good to do, like that make us feel lit up, that give us energy and not doing things out of obligation or guilt or anything like that. So no, I don't always think that we should do what's uncomfortable for us because I think if we do that, you know, we're talking about something maybe a little different here, but When you do things that are uncomfortable consistently, you're probably not going to be in your flow, be in your jam very much. But I'm talking about doing the things that are uncomfortable, but yet they also have that element of excitement to them. They have this sort of, like, you know, in your deepest knowing that it's something that's going to actually bring you a lot of joy or this sense of adventure, or something just feels really fun about it, but yet you also know, or maybe even you don't, you just realize later, that there's going to be some discomfort involved. There's going to be some things that are difficult. And self-motivation can even be uncomfortable at times. You know, I think about how when we're not feeling like doing something, it's not always a reason to back away from it. Alignment can sometimes look like being disciplined towards something that we want to make sure we do. And then our orientation towards being in flow in life, the truth is we may ebb from that, that euphoric bliss state of flow. We may ebb from that and meet challenge from time to time. And that made me think about just exactly how it felt on those long and difficult hikes that we did. Like sometimes one foot in front of the other felt really epic and easy and other parts of the hike 
didn't quite make me wonder why we had even started. I've had hikes like that before, <laughs> but it was kind of like that sense of, wow, like this is crazy how this is changing so much. You know, you reach those points where maybe you're in a completely different place. And I guess I have to say that even at one point during one of the hikes, you know, we were debating on turning around because we weren't sure that we were going to be able to find our way on this adventure that had no trail to follow. But, you know, if we always change course or quit to avoid things that feel like a push, what could we be missing in those challenging moments? That was my thought about doing the hard things and doing the things that I've never done. Because if we always change course or quit to avoid the things that feel like a push, what we're missing in those challenging moments is exactly what I experienced out there. And I wonder, in skipping the lows, do we miss the highs? So I think I got my answer. <laughs> Thanks to all those sweaty miles. And it was just such a relief to get that from my inner wisdom again. That sort of mantra that I've had on repeat for myself before, which is that I can do hard things. I can do hard things. I can do hard things. And again, this isn't about always doing things that just don't feel good to you. It's about doing the hard things that you know actually will ultimately bring you a lot of joy, that sense of adventure, that sense of strength and endurance. Like you know it's, it's, it's like the thing that you are a little bit cliche maybe, but like do the thing that you are afraid to do. I'm not even sure. Remember how the saying goes, but you know, it's sort of like that idea that whatever it is that you're afraid of doing, go do that. So I guess that might be a flavor of what I'm talking about here in my experience, but just sharing it in different words, maybe. And I think that if we are looking at those experiences that are challenging, and I'll tell you about one particular here in a second, it's interesting that we actually do want more of those things in our life a lot of times. I wonder if avoiding them so much is actually part of the reason why we feel so unmotivated or lacking direction or not feeling like there's a clear purpose or path ahead because maybe we're not putting ourselves out there into those amazing experiences enough. So I'm really glad that my husband, Sean, kind of advocated, we'll say, <laughs> for one of the hikes that we did. It was outside of Zion National Park, and it was called the South Guardian Angel. It was a pretty long adventure. I think it was about 15 miles round trip with like three or 4,000 feet of elevation up and so it was going to be something that was un not unlike what we've done before like we've done lots of hikes and hikes that are way longer than that um, so it wasn't the distance and it wasn't the elevation it was the fact that there was no trail <laughs> there was no trail like after the first couple miles and you had to basically navigate 
your way through. And there have been people who have done this in the past and the people who have done it successfully have actually written like entire blogs about how to navigate and get to South Guardian Angel, the peak of this mountain. And so that's what we were going off of. They had really detailed, amazing descriptions and even pictures and just things to help you get there. So that was pretty cool. But still, <laughs> there was just this element of, you know, us doing it for the first time. And having never done anything like that by myself or with Sean or with anyone else, I was a little nervous. And even up until the night before, we had this pretty big conversation about whether or not we were going to actually go through with it. And part of the reason, too, was because we had done a really big hike the day before, uh, or not the day before, the day, two days before. And so I knew that I was already feeling a little sore, feeling tired. And we had had a day off in between, which was intentional <laughs> to make sure that, you know, I could get a chance to recover a little bit. But we had done that big hike. And so waking up that next morning for South Guardian Angel, this epic adventure I'm talking about, I was still feeling a little sore. Like I wasn't on my A game for sure with how I was feeling physically. And that scared me. It scared me because I felt like I needed to be on my A game. I needed to have like that feeling of, okay, I can go crush anything. Like I can do anything today. And I didn't necessarily have that feeling. I woke up feeling a little sore, a little tired, you know, just wasn't sure how it would go. And it scared me because I wasn't sure I would be able to do it. I wasn't sure how it was going to feel. And it's even funny to think about it that way, because when I really, really stop and think about it, like, I, I know, thinking back, like, even if I had gotten tired, like, I could do it. I've pushed through things before, even when I got tired, and like, I knew I needed to finish a hike or a run or whatever, you know, that it would mean not getting back to the car and having to spend the night in the wilderness. So I've done that before. Like I knew I could do it, but I think I was afraid of the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I was afraid of the feeling of discomfort, of which is crazy to say, right? Especially those of you that know me and know what I like to do <laughs> and know, um, you know, just maybe even just getting a sense of that now, like, why would someone who's going out intentionally to go and hike all day up and down mountains and do this on a place that they have to find their way and navigate and there's no trail? Like, why would someone like that be afraid of discomfort? But isn't that interesting that those two things can go hand in hand and that doing the thing I've never done highlighted that for me? and brought that up again. It's just that it's that human instinct, I think, that we have to avoid discomfort and to it's sort of like that safety uh, inner inner built safety mechanism that our body has that keeps us from danger, that keeps us from harm and pain. And it was like my body saying in my mind, um, what I call like the inner critic or just that monkey brain. You might have heard it like that part of me was like, no, this is going to be hard. You're not feeling good. You're, you're not feeling as good as you need to be to do this. This is, this is going to be uncomfortable. What if you don't make it? That's kind of the voice that was going off in my head. And <laughs> it kind of uh, sometimes makes me think 
of like a small child that might be concerned, but actually one of the coaches that I've worked with, her name is Christy Bartelt, and I did rapid transformational therapy work with her. I will link to her in the show notes. But anyway, I worked with her and I remember her saying one time that that inner critic for her was actually like the voice of a really concerned grandmother who was like, oh, honey, are you sure? I don't know. That might be too long. That might be uncomfortable. That that might not go well. And it just reminds me of my loving grandmothers <laughs> that would kind of say that same thing, you know, in an effort to try and keep you from harm, but with the best of intentions out of love. And so anyway, that's what was going on in my mind. And uh, where was I at talking about how I was nervous for this hike? Yeah. So again, what made me nervous was sort of that discomfort idea. And the fact that there was no real trail to follow, and I had never done that before. So doing the thing I had never done, we were on our own, for sure, to navigate. It was over desert, slick rock-type terrain, and then there was a lot of bushwhacking, like lots of bushwhacking, <laughs> lots of places where there was overgrown brush, cactus. I don't even know all of the plants that we were going through. I remember... Um, thinking or asking Sean, what is this stuff again? Because like we've seen so much of it and how do animals even eat this? It's it's so <laughs> tough and prickly, but we had to go through so much of that. So thank goodness I had the right clothes on. It was a warm day and I probably would have normally worn shorts, but I had my pants, my light pants on so that it was covering up my legs. But anyway, going through that area was actually the most challenging because the first goal after getting across that slick rock and kind of orienting towards this major area that was just full of brush was to get to a very specific point where we could drop down into the canyon. And it was a really narrow area that we had to get to. It was it was the only point to really get up because it was then going to be this vertical section where we had to climb down into the canyon and then climb back up out of the canyon to then continue on some other kind of wilderness slick rock terrain to go up to South Guardian Angel to the climb to the top. So I was thinking as we were in the middle of this, like I almost felt like I was on a completely different hike than I'd ever been before in the sense that normally we're doing a lot of chatting and, you know, talking about stuff, Sean and I are, and this time it was like complete focus on what we were doing. There was no just life chats and musing on things, which is what I love to talk and do when we're hiking. It was just so focused, and I almost felt like I was like in an intense movie or watching one, and very different, but fun in a way, mentally stimulating in a new way that other times haven't been before. So it was just doing that thing I haven't done was just so rewarding in a way. So we, we did get to that point where we dropped down into the canyon and climbing back out of the canyon through this vertical rock section that was really tricky where using ropes would have been the safest. And some people do, but it's not 100% required. Like you can do it without ropes. And so we got up that and we climbed all the way to the top of South Guardian Angel. And 
and turned back around and came back. And that was the thing, though. It was interesting that we um, going out this whole time, like normally we know how far we're going and about how long it's going to take because, you know, we just are going to keep moving ahead. Well, we didn't really know if there would be points where we might get hung up on something where we might have to stop and navigate for a while. And there was a point where we were stopped for probably almost an hour, like not really stopped, but like really in an area where we had to be orienting the compass and trying to figure out the direction to go for a while. So in going out, it was difficult to assess really when we should turn around to get back in a safe time to get back before dark (laughs) because we were needing to give ourselves enough time in case something like that happened on the way back. And it was really unknown as to how much time that would really require. So we made it. We did our best in calculating all of that. And with a side of just it working out, (laughs) I guess, um, we made it. And I doubted my abilities, yes. I was grateful for Sean's navigation skills, for sure. I'm not sure I could have made it out there alone. Was it fun? Was it fun, like, in the sense that I would do it again? Yes, 100%. Was it fun to do something I've never done before? Absolutely. That is my definition of adventure. And Sean and I were talking, actually, about how epic it was on the way back to town that night and even the next day and, like, the day after that. We just kept bringing it up, like, how how amazing it was and how fun that was. And so it reminded me, too, of how it's so important that I don't let too much time pass before I do something like that again. Note, note to self, don't let too much time pass before you do that again, because that kind of feeling that I had in doing that in doing the thing I haven't done is the kind of feeling that I want to have in life, like over and over and over again. And so maybe consider this a reminder to take note of those moments in your life too. put more of them on the calendar with me, prioritize them. Let's not let other obligations that aren't really obligatory (laughs) get in the way. I just have to add here that this kind of thing I'm talking about doesn't have to mean flying across the country or flying across the world to go to a place and do something you've never done. While that is amazing, and I'm not saying that's not included here, if for whatever reason that's not possible, right now and you kind of think, well, this doesn't apply to me. I can't do anything in that way at this moment. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Hold up. Because I think this applies to our everyday lives in the sense that we can always do things that we've never done. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I get in such a pattern and a routine with certain things And I find I just have to shake it up. I have to change something about it. I have to change my work environment and where I'm working at the computer. I have to get up at a different time. I have to go to bed at a different time. I have to eat something different. I have to do something different about my schedule, work out at a different time of day. Like whatever it is, just there call, calls for these times where shaking it up sometimes is the answer. And I think that's part of why doing the thing I've never done before gives such a sense of 
adventure and such a sense of aliveness. So whatever that is for you right now, even if it's not going out and climbing a mountain and bushwhacking on a trail or not a trail through the wilderness and (laughs) doing something that just feels like it would be an amazing outdoor adventure, even if it's not that. I hope you find something to do that is just that thing that you've never done. And as I always say, and I'll keep saying, go live your one wild life. I so appreciate you being a listener on the Wild Wellness Podcast. And if you haven't already left a review, I have a favor to ask. Would you please go to jennyholbert.com slash podcast and just take a couple minutes to tell me what you love about the podcast and what you've learned. It will help more people to find these episodes and I would so appreciate that. 